Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Shaggy Talks. This is your host Shagun Sharma. I'm really very glad that you all joined me here today after my very first episode. I really want to thank everybody whosoever has listened to my very first podcast. So, moving on to the actual crux of this podcast, today we will talk about the biggest health issue in India, which is tuberculosis or TB. I will talk about different types of TB, their symptoms, treatment, prevention, and diet to be followed. So, let's start. TB is a major public health problem in India. It is actually airborne and can affect any one of us. It is caused by the bacteria named Mycobacterium tuberculosis. Actually, our country has the largest number of TB cases in the world. Shock to know now. In India, each year, approximately 2,20,000 deaths are reported due to tuberculosis. Each day, over 4,000 people lose their lives to TB and close to 30,000 people fall ill with this curable disease. But guys, can you imagine what makes this issue more worse? It is actually the phenomena which is known as totally drug-resistant tuberculosis. Our country's drug-resistant rate is slightly much higher than 2% to 3% of TB cases which are reported to the WHO. Do you know when is World Tuberculosis Day celebrated? What is its theme? Or like what is its main motive? I will tell you. World Tuberculosis Day is celebrated every year on 24th of March so as to raise public awareness about the devastating health, social and economic consequences of TB. Actually, it is a step of effort so as to end the global TB epidemic. Its main theme, or you can call the main motive of this day, is scale up access to prevention and treatment, for building accountability, to ensure sufficient and sustainable financing, including for research, to promote an end to stigma and discrimination. I think we all know about the discrimination that TB patient faces. Maybe. You have also read about many stories of the patients. I think you are getting what I really mean by discrimination. To promote an equitable, rights-based and people-centered TB response. I want to share one story with you all guys of a girl who is a very close friend of mine. I guess three years back. Yes, three years back, she was diagnosed with TB. I remember that she used to have a very bad and persistent cough. She was also unable to run as she used to suffer from breathlessness. Actually, she was not able to breathe properly. Then after noticing all these symptoms, she visited a doctor and he advised her to go for certain blood tests. And in that tests, she was found positive for TB. She was on treatment for 9 months and I remember that she used to call me to tell me that her friends, even some of her relatives, 
used to tell her that you know no, that TB is a contagious disease. I remember all sort of discriminations she faced during these nine months. And now she's absolutely fine. So let's pledge guys from today itself after listening to this very podcast that we will help TB patients rather than discriminating them, rather than considering a TB a stigma. Because of this discrimination, so many TB patients don't come forward for the treatment. Just because what people will think if they will come to know that I am a TB patient. Guys, what do you think are the reasons that till today India has the largest number of TB patients? I think there are multiple reasons for the same. First reason is because TB is highly communicable disease. I guess we all know that many people in India live in slums and crowded places. And suppose if one person will get infected with TB, now you can imagine how fast it could spread to multiple people around. Second reason is poverty. Due to this reason, many people, especially children, don't get enough nutrition, which definitely compromises with their immunity and makes it easy for the bacteria just to invade their bodies. Third reason is due to limited health facilities. I think we all know that health facilities are not that much developed in India. Rapid detection of TB is still not possible in many places in India. Fourth reason is due to unhygienic habits of people in our country. As we have seen, many people spit on roads and in public places, which will definitely increase the risk to acquire TB because TB spreads via droplet infection. Fifth reason I guess is that TB takes a long time to get treated. Usually 6 to 18 months depending upon the type of infection. Maybe this is a major reason why people don't prefer taking treatment by just seeing the time period. Sixth reason is due to lack of awareness about the disease and inadvocate precautionary measures by the family members of TB patients. According to me, these were some of the reasons why TB still prevails in India. Guys, do you have any idea about the different types of TB? Okay, no problem. I will discuss them one by one in detail. First one is active TB disease or what we call it as a TB disease. It is an illness in which TB bacteria rapidly multiplies and invades different organs of the body. The typical symptoms of active TB includes persistent cough, chest pain, weakness, weight loss, fever, chills, and night sweats. But let me make myself very clear that the symptoms of active TB can vary depending upon whether it's pulmonary or extrapulmonary TB. So anyone diagnosed with an active TB disease needs to get himself tested as it is highly contagious. Second one is latent TB infection. Many of those who are infected with TB do not develop any symptoms and it is not at all contagious. That means TB proves to be asymptomatic. Their chest x-rays are maybe normal. The only manifestation of this encounter may be reaction to TST or tuberculin skin test. So there is an ongoing risk that a later infection may escalate to active disease. Third one is pulmonary TB. 
It is an active TB that involves the lungs. It is likely what most people think of when they hear the word tuberculosis. The germs can remain in the air for several hours. Symptoms include persistent cough, coughing up blood, chest pain and shortness of breath. Fourth one is extrapulmonary TB. It involves the parts of the body outside of the lungs like bones, like organs. Symptom depends on the part of the body affected. First one is TB lymphadenitis. So, it is the most common type of extrapulmonary TB which usually involves lymph nodes. It mostly affects the cervical lymph nodes, but any of lymph node can be affected. The most common symptoms noticed are swollen lymph nodes, fever, fatigue, night sweats, and unexplained weight loss. Second one is skeletal TB or bone TB. It spreads to your bones from your lungs or multiple lymph nodes. It then affects any of your bones, including spine and joints. Bone or skeletal TB is very rare. Initially, skeletal TB doesn't cause any symptoms, but over time, it can cause symptoms like severe back pain, swelling, stiffness, and bone deformities. Third one is miliary tuberculosis. So, it is a rare form of active disease that occurs when TB bacteria find their way into the bloodstream. In this form, the bacteria rapidly spreads all over the body in tiny nodules and affect multiple organs at once. So, it proves to be fatal. Fourth one is genitourinary tuberculosis. It is the second most common type of extrapulmonary TB. It affects any part of genitals or urinary tract, but the kidneys are the most common sites which is affected. It spreads through the area from lungs through lymph nodes or blood. A person with this type of TB often develop a tuberculosis ulcer in the genital tract. Symptoms noticed are painful urination, testicular swelling, pelvic pain, infertility, back pain and decreased or interrupted flow of urine. Fifth is gastrointestinal TB. It is TB infection that involves any part of GI tract which extends from mouth to the anus. Its symptoms may depend on the area of tract infected and may include weight loss, nausea and vomiting, loss of appetite, abdomen pain and a person may experience constipation and sometimes diarrhea. Sixth one is liver TB or hepatic TB. This type of TB affects the liver. It can spread to the liver from lungs, gastrointestinal tract and lymph nodes. Symptoms of hepatic or liver TB includes high-grade fever, jaundice, liver enlargement and upper abdominal pain. Seventh one is TB meningitis or TB meningeal. This type of TB spreads to the meningines, which are the membranes surrounding the brain and spinal cord from lungs or through bloodstream. Symptoms which are experienced in the beginning includes loss of appetite, aches and pains, nausea and vomiting, fatigue and low-grade fever. As the condition progresses, it can also bring on neck stiffness, sensitivity to light and severe headaches. Eighth one is TB pericarditis. 
so it is a type of tb that spreads to the pericardium symptoms include chest pain fever palpitations shortness of breath and persistent cough ninth one is tb peritonitis it causes inflammation of peritoneum which is a layer of tissue that covers the inside of your abdomen and most of its organs symptoms experienced are nausea and vomiting loss of appetite fever ascites which is usually a build up of a fluid in the abdomen last type of tb is cutaneous tb it affects the skin it's very rare the main symptoms of cutaneous tb are usually sores or lesions in the different areas particularly in elbows hands buttocks feet and area behind the knees these sores may be flat and painless ulcers purplish or brownish red and small bumps now let us talk about the different types of tb tests which diagnose tb first one is blood tests it helps to confirm or rule out active or latent tb there are two blood tests to diagnose tb first one is t spot tb test second one is contiferon tb gold second test is tst which is tuberculin skin test it is performed by injecting a small amount of tuberculin into the skin of the forearm the skin will be monitored for reaction 48 to 72 hours after the injection third one is imaging tests which include ct scan and a chest x ray these tests produce image that may show changes in the lungs caused by active tb fourth one is sputum tests in this test the patient's sputum sample is collected and tested for different strain of tb bacteria including antibiotic resistant tbs guys now let's see how to prevent the spread of tb first one comes is by medications tb patient should take all the medicines as prescribed by doctors it is important to note one thing that don't stop taking the medications until your doctor takes you off from them second one is always cover your mouth with a tissue or you can even wear mask on your face while coughing or sneezing and seal the tissue or mask in a plastic bag before throwing it away third one is wash your hands after coughing or sneezing with a soap or you can even use sanitizers for the same fourth one is use a fan or open windows to move around fresh air fifth one is if you are detected with tb it's very important to avoid crowded places or large gatherings so as to prevent its spread so these were some of the steps that seems very simple but it really makes a big difference now comes the most important part that is treatment like how to get yourself cured from this contagious disease first is antibiotics don't take antibiotics on your own visit doctor for sure he will prescribe you antibiotics to kill the bacteria that causes tb you will need to take them for 6 to 9 months but for how long you will need to take medications will totally depend on your symptoms patients who have 
drug resistant tb needs to take medications for longer time you will probably start to feel better after few weeks of treatment but only a doctor can tell you if you are still contagious or not if you are not contagious you may be able to go back to your daily routine so guys what do you think a tb patient should eat is there any sort of a restriction for them let's talk about the diet that should be taken by the tb patient as such there is no special food or diet that is required by the person with tb a person with tb does not need special food although they should take a balanced diet they should consume cereals millets and pulses vegetables and fruits milk and milk products oils fats nuts and oil seeds it is scientifically proven that if people suffering from tb do not have sufficient nutrition or they do, if they do not take sufficient diet then this makes tb worse as undernutrition weakens the body's ability to fight the disease the food that should be definitely avoided by tb patients are alcohol in any form should be avoided as it increases the risk of drug toxicity an excess of spices and salt carbonated drinks intake of excess of tea or coffee tobacco and tobacco products should be definitely avoided so it's time to wrap up today's episode by concluding that it is a long battle ahead so as to prevent this infectious disease we still have miles to go before we will make this planet tb free in india and in other developing countries local government should put in and encourage wholehearted efforts for local manufacturing of anti tb drugs thus resulting in more efficient monitoring of their quality control standards there is a need for better diagnostic tests for quick screening of this disease and last but not the least end stigma and discrimination so as to end tuberculosis in the next episode i will come up with something new related to health and lifestyle thank you so much for listening to this podcast feel free to comment anything related to this topic by using hashtag #shaggy talks till then stay happy and healthy and hope to come up with a new topic very soon so stay tuned signing off your host shagun sharma